Hey guys, welcome back to the Tipsy Ghost. We are your tipsy hosts, Sarah, Sarah, and Lindsay. Hey guys. Hey. Hi. So we took a field trip to <laughs> Dallas, Texas. We did. A couple weekends ago. <laughs> yes. We were we going to do some haunted investigations there, but kind of fell through last minute. <laughs> there was a big plot twist in our world. <laughs> plot twist. Two days before. <laughs> we had already taken off work. We were planning it. And I get a call. Lindsay. <laughs> we got an email. <laughs> Excuse me. That's not how I talk. <laughs> I was half asleep during the conversation. So <laughs> so that's why you sounded deep voiced. Because she was asleep. <laughs> it was how I picture you in my sleep. <laughs> so we were going down to Dallas specifically to go to this uh, location. We don't need to talk about it. That we booked months that's ago. Yeah. That's fine. And Sarah gets this we're email two days before we were going to leave. Yes. And they're like, actually, it's canceled. Right. And we were not happy. Yeah. Yeah. Not to sound bitter or anything, but I mean, like, but I was kind of pissed. It sounds like that location has been closed for a while. So it would have been nice to have a heads up. Just saying. More than two days. <laughs> yeah. And I already... even actually replied saying, we're coming down there for this. Is there any other options that you have? And I got crickets. So luckily, Dallas does have kind of a rich history with hauntings, and mm-hmm. we were able to kind of piecemeal things together. True. So we had like a last minute thrown <laughs> together haunted investigations of Dallas. So this episode is our Dallas episode, but we each have a different story because we went to three places in one night. <laughs> we actually did. We just road tripped all around Dallas. Um, it, it was very cool. I was driving Miss Daisy, aka the two of you in the back seat. True. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to be offended, but that is true. It's very true, yes. <laughs> so we're going to talk about three different locations all around the Dallas area and our haunted investigations there. Okay. Yeah. We'll start off with a quick trip to Arlington, Texas to visit the Lost Cemetery of Infants. So a little history on this. The late 1800s were not kind to single mothers, runaway girls, addicts, widows, you name it. Um, even churches and other generally charitable institutions turn their backs on women facing hard times. And then comes Reverend James Upchurch. So in nineteen nope, in eighteen ninety-four, he created the Barachaw Industrial Home for the Redemption and Protection of Erring Girls. That is a very long name. So I went ahead and made the acronym for you. I was getting ready to ask for an acronym. You know me so well. It's Burpeg. Burpeg. I don't approve of that one. Well, I don't know what to tell you. It's Burpeg. Are you going to rename the thing? You can't rename the thing. That's the thing. (laughs) Burpeg. Whoa. (laughs) Was that Indian? I'm not quite sure what that accent was. That's offensive. That was Russia. (laughs) No, I meant like from India. (laughs) No, it's from Russia. (laughs) Sarah doesn't even know where it's from. No, like I, I don't think it's right. I got like what were you thinking? I got strong like babushka vibes. <laughs> like you're burping a baby, but you said burping. <laughs> I heard the rolling of the R's and it confused me. What were you going for? What was, was in your mind? It's my own language. I don't know. <laughs> Alright, burpig. Burpig. I'll never unhear that in my own voice. <laughs> Your accent Edit me up. have been on point lately. No, we're not editing that. That was perfect. That's I great. loved it. I sound like a cricket. <laughs> nope. No. That was not a cricket. No. Maybe a bat, because there's a fucking thousand of them oh, there. Oh gosh. A Russian bat? Well we're gonna get there. 
<laughs> it was an Indian bat. <laughs> it wasn't, though. A Russian Indian bat. Okay. So, Burpeg. The idea was that these women could be taught a trade and then reintegrated as independent members of society. They were taught employable skills such as a laundress, making handkerchiefs, which I cannot say without – it's really hard for me to not say like handkerchiefs. 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 Hand, handkerchiefs by both of you. <laughs> handkerchiefs. Chiefs. This is not the Kansas City handkerchiefs. But it's spelled like the cheese. <laughs> handkerchiefs. Hand, handkerchief. <laughs> anyway. How do you say it, Sarah? Handkerchiefs. Thank you. Handkerchiefs. Handkerchief. <laughs> Why are you making this word so much harder than it needs to be? I'm just saying it phonetically. Handkerchiefs. Is that what Handkerchiefs. This is going well. You know, that's a great idea. We should email no. them. Hey. <laughs> Chief. We came up with an idea. CC Patrick Mahomes on there. <laughs> It's my boy Pat. I know he's got a lot going on with Whataburger right now, but and his kid, maybe. Oh yeah, like that too. baby. That's a good Whataburger. Yo, yo, Mahomie. I've got a new <laughs> yo, name. Mahomie. <laughs> anyway, so the handkerchiefs, typesetting, and printing. Okay. Okay. In return, each woman had to ensure she completed her chores, and attended church on Sunday, but also. Each unwed mother was required to care for her newborn for one full year before being allowed to give the child up for adoption. Hmm. The home was developed into an institute and was spread over about 40 acres, eventually becoming a self-sustaining village. It was turned into an orphanage in 1935 when the reverend's daughter took over. He died in 1950, and things kind of took a turn. By the late 1960s, all of the buildings were torn down and the land was sold. gosh who was that that was me (laughs) are you okay i felt a little burp in there but i didn't think it would just sneak out (laughs) your inner demon but your inner demon was like me i don't think that's what it sounded like (laughs) what i heard in my ears So, 1960s, all the buildings were torn down and the land was sold. The only thing left today is the lost cemetery of infants. So, it's a graveyard of about 80 sites and it sits on the corner of Doug, Doug Russell Park, specifically in the northwest corner. If you're interested, I used my compass. <laughs> on your phone. That's true. <laughs> back like you have a compass at all I, times. I am an explorer. <laughs> Dora, explorer, if you will. I'm like, I think it's over there by the fence. And she's like, let me get my compass. It's Here's why. Cost. It's because it's not labeled. No, There not. is nothing out there. And it says it's got a fence around it. And it does, but it's kind of hard to see from far away. At so, night, yeah. yeah. But we arrived at dusk. <laughs> As instructed. <laughs> And uh, we arrived to the park, and we were like, we're at the park. Where's the northwest, northeast? Right? Northwest. Oh, northwest corner. corner. So that's where the compass came into play. But we didn't get lost because I have my compass. So <laughs> thank you, Dora. <clears throat> You're such an explorer. Can Dana. I be boots? <laughs> yes. I want to be Lunch. the map. You can be backpack. Backpack, backpack. backpack. <laughs> I get my own song, but just... Back, 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 back. I get my own song. Dora, Dora, okay. Dora. Touché. The I don't. <laughs> no, she's no, boots. boots. Uh huh. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no. song. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I'm You're just a there. cute little monkey. 
sounds about right. <laughs> I'm a backpack. <laughs> the name of the object that is on people's backs. I'm still an explorer, so <laughs> there isn't any indication of foul play. <laughs> we okay. can just assume that a home for unwed mothers would have stillbirths or other complications, and that's the reason for the season. So most of <laughs> oh my God. what is that offensive? <laughs> People say about Christmas and Jesus, and you're talking about <laughs> May they rest in peace. <laughs> the reason for the season, dear Lord. I had no idea that was offensive. I apologize. I like I need to go pray. <laughs> it just was because we're talking about a cemetery. I think I what you like, you're talking about how like funny. miscarriage and stillbirths were high during that time because. Modern medicine was not as much a thing. Is that what you're meaning? I mean, I think you just said what I said, but yeah. Okay, yeah. no, I'm rephrasing. For the season, Lindsay. Gosh dang, continue. <laughs> um, so most of the grave markers are flat stones. Mm-hmm. Many are only marked with a first name, and this was done in an effort to protect the mother's Anonymity. Anonymity. <laughs> what? Her anonymousness. What? <laughs> They're trying to be anonymous. Yep. Mm-hmm. So some <laughs> only have a number, and these are for babies too young to have been named. Oh, that's sad. So as far as the hauntings, people report shadowy figures seen darting, darting, <laughs> darting between the trees. Uh, the wheezing is strong. <laughs> Did you take your medicine? Yes. Okay. It's just when I laugh hard. Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry. You're welcome. Thank you. <laughs> Dirt. Thank you. Thank you. Proceed. Dart, darting between the trees, <laughs> yes. the sensation of being watched, mm-hmm. the sounds of children's voices, oh. and small toys appearing and disappearing on the graves. Okay. Some report feeling their hair being stroked by small invisible hands. Let's talk about when we went to okay. the Lost Cemetery of Infants, and then I've got just a little bit more. So we got there at dusk, which was Sarah's favorite time of the night, because... Mm, absolutely not. There was two bats. Definitely uh, more than two bats. So let's set the stage. So here we are. <laughs> I use my compass. I'm the explorer. We find the cemetery, thankfully, because I had my compass. <laughs> Thank you, Dora. And, and it's August. It's humid. It's hot. Mm-hmm. In it Dallas. sure is. And so we're oh, in there. We're kind of just taking the whole thing in. Lindsay's doing her own thing. I think you were on a live. I was um, <laughs> trying to be on a live, yes. And then I see things in the sky that I think, oh, are those birds? And I get a little closer look and mm-hmm. I was like, oh, those are bats. And I contemplated i was like i shouldn't tell sarah you shouldn't have but <laughs> then what did i do i said oh look bats and what did sarah do she dropped did, to the ground did she go because they were diving <laughs> they were <laughs> thank you that's what i'm saying they but were literally fucking dive bombing me you tell her there's yes, bats you does she go to you it wasn't me no personally. she comes over to me Dra- like claws my arm <laughs> and is trying to hide behind me as they're diving. She's like, "You're taller." <laughs> like, like, the from- bats are diving. They're coming for me. I'm like, "Stop!" <laughs> you were closest. I'm sorry. I panicked. I know how this happens. I, I am genuinely freaked the fuck out from from bats. Belvoir just ruined it. With bats. Literally did. You know what? 
<laughs> Here is me being completely ignorant, but my whole life, I thought they were birds <laughs> in the sky at dusk. Genuinely thought they were, and I would have gone happily through my entire life. Why didn't you tell her they were birds? Thinking I would have been fine. <laughs> Even if they birds. were dive bombing me, I would have been like, it's a fucking bird. They don't care. But it's a fucking bat, and they do care. The bats they do care. <laughs> so we had to wait until it got dark, and it was no longer dusk, for Sarah to calm down <laughs> but just to remind you they they like circled us and dive bombed quite a bit you know it um oh come on okay i mean m- maybe like once they or twice dive, i was like yes. oh but they were but never close to us i don't feel like they're ever close to us they did dive the cemetery was not that big <laughs> it wasn't it wasn't it's, it's not like it was this enormous field like and they were miles away no, no they no, were it like wasn't. feet Away from me, okay? (laughs) So that was the beginning of the night. Mm -mm. So there are, like you said, a lot of unmarked graves, but there was plenty that just had the name on it, like no birthday, no death date, nothing. And then there were some that were unnamed. And Boydston, you did a great service to them and went around and named every baby. That was very sweet of you. Sarah was not so good at naming. (laughs) Listen, I thought I was amazing at naming. Oh, no. Oh, my God. <laughs> you know what? I thought I was being kind. There was a set of twins, which broke my heart. I can't even handle that. Right. That's And so Boydston's first name was May. Oh, God. And said, and and Sarah thought June was a yes. good name for her twin. I was clever. May and June. I hate you. <laughs> I actually thought it was a good name. <laughs> I guess it's a good thing that I'm the one who had twins and not you. (laughs) (laughs) Right? So if I actually had twins, they'd be named like B. September and October. B and C. And I'd be like. (laughs) (laughs) I tried. Um, So we did go to separate corners near the end to kind of do our own investigating. It's going to be hard to hear, I'm sure, on all of the recordings just because the bugs are so loud. It's cicada season. It's, yeah, very loud. I did hear at one point, didn't you guys, do you guys remember hearing like a screech or something? Like it some was animal? Right, right when we first when there. We got there. Right when we got there, yeah. There was a screech or something off in the woods. It may have been a horse. <laughs> Could have been a I horse. I mean, it's outside. It's hard to tell. There was a dog that was running around as well. That's He didn't have a parent. And I, there was a dog running around. Concerned, but there weren't really people. Like, there was a couple people walking around, but. Not where we heard oh, the screech. God. There was a toy, a little toy on one tombstone. I remember that. But I do remember there being like at least three big tombstones, but I don't remember yeah. who they were. Well, the first one was like an entry. I did take a picture of that one. It just kind of gave like a brief history. No sensations of being touched. No. No, but again, I was freaked out because of the bats, so it was hard yeah. for me to focus. I did go off onto one of the little headstones um, for a site that's known to have some poltergeist activity, I guess, with little toys that move around. Mm -hmm. I sat there for a little while and I did not have poltergeist activity. I tried to use an app and I did record it, but again, it's hard to hear anything Yeah, from there. So, And we didn't spend a ton of time because we We had to travel on to our next place. Yeah. Before we go there... There were a couple of other places that I wanted to go or were an option to go to Mm -hmm. while we were in Arlington. So 
And there's a place called River Legacy Park, and this park is home to places such as the Screaming Bridge and Hell's Gate. Yes. And we tried to find this place and couldn't. <laughs> so the Screaming True. Bridge is something I'm actually going to defer for now because it's going to make a great story on its own, so stay tuned. Okay. okay. But Hell's Gate allegedly is two old fence posts, which used to have a gate, and it's in like deep in a park in the park off of a trail it said that this is the last thing that captured soldiers saw before being hanged during the civil war and some reports include hearing sobs of the soldiers as you approach the gate others say you see a red-headed man in uniform standing guard and some feel uneasy or as if, as if somebody is watching them and then many report hearing weird sounds and voices and all of that would be great but it's Next to impossible to, be, to find. Um, I didn't try. The hardest we got um, was, or the hardest we tried was, uh, Sarah saw a Reddit article uh, that basically said, even the locals don't even know where it is. Okay. And then I saw a YouTube video that was, it, I mean, it, it looked like you could get there, but it was a video of this guy going on the trail. It seems sketchy. <laughs> and it's like, turn left at this fork and veer right at the weird tree type of a thing. And so... I just didn't think we had it in us, and it was getting dark, and I didn't want to get murdered. Yeah. So right. it seemed pretty sketchy, and maybe next time we would have gotten lost in the dark. A hundred percent. Yeah. But we did go on other adventures. Hello, friends and enemies. We want to introduce you to our podcast, Marmalade Mysteries. We are four best friends brought together by true crime, but separated geographically. Because apparently we have to be independent people or something. Is this just another true crime podcast? Mm, kind of. We discuss murders and mysteries that confuse and baffle and cover missing people to help rally community awareness. But the most important part of our podcast is our friendship. Aww. We have Ariel, our foodie who lives in London. Georgia, our bon vivant in New Orleans. Lisa, our nurse who is saving the world in Texas. And Olivia, our anime lover in Hong Kong. Despite living across the world from each other, we make it work. With late nights, early mornings, and lots of coffee, time zones are our biggest enemy. We're just having fun with it, and we want you to come along this adventure with us. Get ready to bring your theories about the most talked about murders and mysteries of our time. Like what you hear? Love true crime? Subscribe to Marmalade Mysteries and look out for new episodes each Monday. Stay mysterious, and we'll see you on the other side. All right, so we went to... White Rock Lake in Dallas, Texas, which is where we were. <laughs> which is where we were. <laughs> we went there because we were there. <laughs> Specifically, though, we were looking for the Lady of the Lake, the White Lady Rock Lake. The lake. <clears throat> White Rock Lake. That is a say that ball. yeah five times fast. Holy smokes! White Rock Lake. White Rock Lake. White Rock Lake. Lake. <laughs> Like, no. you got it. You did so you good. Did it. I was so proud of you. Like, of so we went to the White Rock <laughs> Lake. <laughs> White Rock Lake. <laughs> Week. Week. Uh, and we went to find the Lady of the Lake there. So the Lady of the Lake is one of the best known Dallas legends. And it all started in 1943, where that was like the first recorded episode of it. Mm -hmm. When a woman named Anne Clark wrote the account of the Lady in the Lake titled The Ghost of White Rock. So clever. In this version of the story, a young couple was parked on the shore of the White Rock 
lake. Nailed it. Oh, my so God. awful. <laughs> when they turned on their headlights, though, they saw a woman in white coming towards them. It was a young girl dressed in a sheer, wet, white dress. She said to the couple, I'm sorry to intrude, and I would not under any other circumstances, but I must find my way home immediately. Aww. Sounds like somebody I know. <gasps> Who does this sound like? You. Oh, my God. I say I must often. She always says I must. I'm or you must. Very insistent. We must. It's my favorite word. It, it's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So she says, my boat overturned. The others are safe, but I must get home. Aww. She must. She must. She, she, um, <laughs> she must get home. She climbed into the car and gave them an address in Oak Cliff. Do you know where that is? Mm-hmm. It's a neighborhood. Yeah. In Dallas? Mm-hmm. Okay. That was a good guess. <laughs> yeah, it's in Dallas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when they turned around to ask her for directions, though, there was no one there. The couple ended up going to the address that she gave them, and when they showed up, a sad man answered the door and said, Oh, sad man. <laughs> How does he answer the door sadly? I know, no, he showed that too. He was like, mm, womp, womp. Sorry, I was just crying over you there. Tell his, face is, his face is weathered. He's older. Aww. Yeah, he's, he's got sad. smile lines because he used to be happy, but now he's just. <laughs> What? Very upset. I can see him. He's he's graying. You are really into this, okay? He's gray. Like his face or his hair? No, his hair. His His hair is gray. I was like, his his face is gray. No, his his hair. His face is tan from a lifelong um, (laughs) time out in the sun. A life out in the sun. Okay, (laughs) white rock lake. Yes, yes. He fishes and also farms. (laughs) farms. Because he said he has a he has a dog named Chip. It's a black lab. (laughs) He said he's clearly very sad. He answered the door. <laughs> he went there. Wow. Okay. Thank you for the details. I appreciate Here's it. My, my bow. I am done. I can't wait to see Please Chip. don't be done. I'm going to need you to chime in very soon. Mm. Um, well, he answered the door and said, this is a very strange thing. You are the third couple who has come to me with this story. Three weeks ago, while sailing at White Rock Lake, my daughter drowned. Mm. <gasps> Oh, I was thinking husband, but oh, daddy. What? No, he was starting to get old, and so she had to move yeah, in with the gray him. Hair. Oh, the gray hair. Oh, okay. okay. Well, the gray hair was Poison's point of view. Older so. lab name Chip. Come on. <laughs> What's the dog get each other. to do with how old someone is? Because <laughs> they're all sat together. They would have had a puppy if it was a brand new couple. Poison Come has on. old dogs, and she's not old. Oh, true. Okay. Cute. <laughs> You're welcome. So sweet. Okay, continue. Chip. Where's Chip? <laughs> I don't know where Chip is, but in 1953, he finished a hearty dinner and he's laying in front of the fire 10 years later <laughs> on his favorite rug. Good old boy, Chip. Bearskin rug. Good old boy. Bearskin rug in Dallas sprawled out in front of the fire. In front of the fire. And he is sobbing. Amidst you know, the 90 degree weather. Sad. There's a Texas star on the wall. And he yes, has a horse barn is. on the back. It's glowing in the firelight. The horse barn. And it has a horse named Sound. <laughs> sound is back. Oh, here we are again. Oh my gosh, I missed him. Where's Bullet? And sound is his show horse. <laughs> yes. And sometimes Chip Rides likes on to. Him. No, he's too big for that. Oh, and he's too old. If he fell, he would get really hurt. But <laughs> he drags his harness in his mouth and leads sound around the pen. <laughs> You're so imaginative. I've really thought about this. <laughs> Here's sound. Oh, there, there's how you call sound. I missed it. <laughs> That's me tapping sound. 
Okay. She's also blind and deaf. Okay. All right. Continue. All right. In 1953, the story continued to grow. It was a very similar story, as you can imagine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but this time, it was much more detailed. And I'm not going to lie. The detailed version does make me laugh. Okay. Okay. Well, the undetailed version was making us laugh, too. (laughs) And you're welcome. (laughs) Let's be real. Chip, it's going to be hard to beat. All right. So the story was um, featured in Frank X. Tolbert's book called Neiman Marcus, Texas, the story of the proud Dallas store. Neiman Marcus, I am familiar with it. (laughs) The proud Dallas store? So I guess for anybody who doesn't know, Neiman Marcus... It's like upper class, like a Macy's or... No, was it like created in Dallas? Um, so I don't know if it was like created it. in Dallas, but I know the headquarters is down there. I don't know it is a proud Dallas store, so I assume it was. Do you want me to Google? I can Google. No, no, okay. no, nope. don't, nope. Care. Nope. don't nope. care. Nope. Can't afford it. Don't care. <laughs> Can't afford it. <laughs> <laughs> is that like an expensive store? I'm poor. Oh yeah, it is an expensive I'm poor. store. Hell, yeah. I mean, expensive for me. <laughs> what? Okay. In this version, though, it was a beautiful blonde girl, and she appeared on the road near White Rock Lake. So, Mr. and Mrs. Guy Malloy. Oh, oh my God. These... Are you going to say Mr. and Mrs. Neiman Marcus? Well, <laughs> I got a lot of tongue twisters. These are hard words for me. Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Guy Malloy, they were the directors of display for Neiman Marcus. They okay. spotted this girl standing as if she had just walked up from the beach. Mrs. Malloy said, Stop, Guy. That girl seems in trouble. She must have fallen in the lake. Aww. Her dress is wet. You can tell it's a very fine dress. She certainly got it from Neiman Marcus. (laughs) She certainly did. (laughs) What? Does anybody else feel like this was just a plug for their store? 100%. I 100%, yes, think that. That makes me very sad. So the girl was described as very friendly and asked them to take her to an address on Gaston Avenue in Lakewood. Although, do they call it Gaston or Gaston? That I don't know. I feel like I say Gaston because of um, Beauty and the Beast. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. She didn't explain why she looked disheveled. And, of course, they were too polite to ask. So the girl got in the backseat of the car. Once they started the car, however, they turned around to see that the backseat was empty. Because she was a ghost. Had vanished. (gasps) What? Oh, man. The only trace of her was a damp spot (gasps) on the backseat. Because she peed? I think she peed and left. <laughs> like, she peed and ditched. I really have to pee, and I'm embarrassed because I peed, so I gotta get the fuck out of here. Me as a ghost. <laughs> like you held it so long, and you're like, please, can I have a ride home? And you get in, and you're like, fuck. The whole time we were circling the lake, I had to pee the entire time. I think all of us did. The Malloys went to the address that the girl had provided, and a middle-aged man met them at the door. So oh. he wasn't described as sad, but he was middle-aged. Okay. And he informed, husband. <laughs> he informed them that the blonde daughter, daughter, mm-hmm. uh-huh, who wore nothing but Neiman Marcus clothing. Sure. They, yes. Yes, yes. That's the important part of this story, guys. Neiman over Marcus. Over. I'm like, come on now, really? Uh, she drowned two years before when she fell off a pier. At White Rock Lake. So not sailing. Man. Yeah. So it's a little bit different yeah. than the other ones, but um, they really drove home the Neiman Marcus thing. And I feel like that was on purpose. Just so saying. we went to that lake. 
We, we did. did. At dark. In search of a wop. The- <laughs> oh my gosh. In search of a lock? A wop. Oh, yes. So I drove us a around. A person. <laughs> well, these two fools sat in the back and blared wop through the car. Actually, no. Sarah's still in front at this time. No, no she was, was in front. Were I, you? Person. Yes. I was in front. She was in front because okay. I was looking for a WAP next to me. Oh, that's right. We left the middle seat next to you open for... There is no middle seat. Well, yes, the back seat. <laughs> so we heard reports from locals in Dallas that roll down the windows, call out for her, invite her into your car, and then your seat will get wet. <laughs> Essentially. <laughs> so we had the windows down. We were driving around. <laughs> Even though it was dark, this park is open until 11, so there's still a lot of people there. There, there are. Were, there are people meeting up. I Hanging out. Fishing. Things were, like fishing for stuff. Oh, yeah. So we didn't really get out of the car except for at one point we got out. Me and Boydston did. Did you get out with me or was it just me? I did. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't I took want some somebody pictures. to take. I felt weird like leaving the van yeah. on with all of our stuff. We were going to go on the dock. I kept but telling somebody Lindsay was up to, there. I kept telling the Lindsay to go, but there was somebody on there and I didn't see them. Yeah. And it was like, like I said, late at night. And so I didn't want to. Um, so we drove around. You guys blared WAP because you know. It's a wet ass person. How <laughs> much I hate that song. And we kept Listen, yelling for the lady to get sense. in the car. And. To the point wow. that I felt creepy. I was like, lady and why? Get in the car. You kept saying, are you wet, lady? <laughs> I did. I don't remember. If there's a wet lady. <laughs> get in the car. If there's get a in lady and you're wet and you're wearing white. <laughs> get if, in my van. If you're wet, get, get in. in. <laughs> you made your own like really white version of that Cardi I song. Did. I yeah. did. I did. Um, we drove around the lake two or three times. <laughs> We really tried hard for the the WAP. There was some really beautiful houses around there. Holy smokes, there was. There was a um. Was talk about the house George Washington. Saw. Yes. Yeah, Mount Vernon house. You called it. I sure did. Really <laughs> rich houses there, like million dollar homes. Um, so we didn't get any evidence at the lake. Listen, I'm a big history geek, and we drove by, and I was like, oh, it's the White House, and and you, you googled it. <laughs> And you they called right. it Mount Vernon yes. down there. It was kind of funny. And anyhow. So the lady in white did not get in my van, no matter how much I yelled at her to get in the van. I mean, we were having a good time, and she was not interested. So <laughs> she was not. Whatever. We did hear reports from a local about they went down there and they saw a man in old-fashioned clothing riding a bicycle. Do you remember that? Yes. Um. Yeah, but he was like... That was a weird story. It was. So she told us like that story. like a clown story. of sorts. Yeah. And she said that she was riding, or she was instructed to drive the car under a bridge with the windows up because They'll there would be- garbage at you or something. Yeah, rotten rocks, food. Rotten fruit or rocks, rotten food. Rocks, and you'll smell and it. And you'll smell rotten fruit. So we oh drove gosh, with our windows down the entire time, even underneath <laughs> that bridge, because I was like, bring it on. Like, give me the evidence. You're I like, want to rocks? It. Should I bring it on? Throw me rocks. Throw rocks at my face. Throw it's rocks. Throw it. Um, but we didn't get anything there. I will say I've been to White Rock Lake in the daytime. Um, fun fact, my parents live in Dallas, so that's why we went to Dallas also. Yes, true. Um, so I've been there in the daytime, and it's, I mean, a beautiful lake. It is beautiful. You don't get, like, a creepy feeling too. either. No, honestly, it wasn't creepy at night either. Yeah. It was pretty pleasant. Yeah. Yeah. Just didn't get anything there, but it was fun to drive around and mm-hmm. yell for women to get in my van. What women? Very creepily. What women? 
Listen, if you're wet and wearing white, this get in the van. This is where my hardcore came out. This is where I was a total zack. I'm curious, like, if people amazing. heard us or heard I you. Know. Oh my gosh, I was so loud. It was amazing. Yeah, get in the van, lady. If you're in white. wet, white lady. I was like, I got a seat for you back here. <laughs> I was a total creep. I'm sure people like. What yes, is you happening? were, and it was amazing as we blared whack. The last place we went was my favorite place, Goatman's Bridge. It's probably my favorite place, too. Spoiler alert. I feel like we've heard about this before. We have. So this is a pretty famous place, like not just for local people in Dallas, like across America. Well, definitely in paranormal (laughs) Yes, in the paranormal world. So Zach has been here. Sure. Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed have been here. Yeah. Lots of paranormal investigations happen at Goatman's Bridge. We went there. <gasps> we the tipsy ghosts went there. <laughs> the We're notable ghost. people. Yes. <laughs> All right. So this is called um, Goatman's Bridge. It's also called Old Alton Bridge, and it's in Denton, Texas, which is about thirty minutes north of Dallas. So we went here last. So it's a historic iron bridge that was built in 1884 by the King Iron Bridge Manufacturing Company. So 1884, it was carrying horses and then eventually automobiles over Hickory Creek and was popular at its time of being built for cattle crossing. The name for the bridge comes from the now abandoned community of Alton, which was the seat of Denton County between 1850 to 1856. So this bridge was used up until 2001. And in 2001, they built a bridge kind of adjacent to the old Alton Bridge, which is made of concrete and steel. And that's what people use nowadays. So... The Goatman's Bridge, the old Alton Bridge, it was a single lane, so cars would have to honk before crossing to signal other cars not to come on the bridge at the same time. Yeah, like, hey, excuse me, I'm going now. <laughs> I bet you their horn sounded different. Well, like, it was used until 2001. I'm thinking. Want to hear your voice? You were trying. <laughs> yes. Let's no, hear it. isn't, didn't Lindsay have a. Yes, you make fun of my car's <laughs> horn. <laughs> beep. Beep, beep. Beep, beep. It's the old Kia horn. It's a minivan. <laughs> It's a cool minivan. <laughs> Coming so, but I was thinking like 2001, can you imagine the amount of traffic? Just like even at 1230 at night when we were there, the cars that were going by still. Right. That would be a lot of traffic back up if only one car could go at a time. Okay. Right. But there was, I mean, how much, it makes you wonder how much traffic was actually going through That's at that true. time. Maybe people went around it. Right. So obviously they use the new bridge now because it has additional lanes and it helps with traffic. That's why it was built. So with pop, so with vehicle traffic gone, sorry, on this bridge, it connects Elm Fork and Pilot Knoll hiking trails. So people primarily use it for hiking, and it is a popular place for photographers. And it is included in the National Register of Historic Places on July eighth, nineteen eighty eight. Okay, so more fun. The bridge is known as Goatman's Bridge. So it is said to be haunted by a half man, half goat figure called Goatman. No. Oh. Guys Tell me why. Goatman? Yep. I, I do. This is when we talked about Pan. This is when we talked about Pan. And Peter. Couch and Peter. Couch. That was one of my favorite episodes. <laughs> Goatman. All right. We love Goatman. Peter. Peter. Peter the Pan. All right. First, guys, first name you, Peter. Do you guys know Pan? Peter? <laughs> All right. So, Goatman, there's wow. two legends surrounding him. There's so, a lot of things that just happened there. I know. Go, okay, right. Go ahead. Goatman, we're back. Here we are. All right, two legends. So the first one is about a man named Oscar Washburn. He was a black goat farmer who lived just north of the bridge. 
Around the 1930s is when this legend happens. There's no records of him. But we'll get to that. He tended a farmstead and a goat herd, which is why he was called the Goat Man. He was known for selling meat, milk, and cheeses. And was called Goat Man by the locals and was a very popular and well-known person and successful businessman. He even had hung a sign on the bridge saying, This way to the Goat Man. But the KKK did not like this. And this is Texas. This is the 1930s. Racism is really bad there. So the KKK, who were also in local government, they said, crossed the bridge and kidnapped him. They hung a noose on old Alton Bridge and threw him over the side, hanging him. When they looked down to see if he had died, the noose was empty and his body was gone. What a bunch of dicks. Yeah. The the KKK is a bunch of dicks. Yes. They're... The absolute fucking worst. Yes, they are the absolute worst. Cool. Um, so established that. they panicked because his body was gone. They thought he survived. So they went to his house and lit his house on fire, which killed his wife and children. God damn it. Yeah, terrible people. God. So Washburn was never seen again, but it is said that he now haunts that bridge. Oh, why wouldn't you? I mean, that's... Right. I would too. So Terrible. It said that he haunts the bridge. I will say there was another story that said that his wife is internally searching for her children on that bridge. Of course. Which is just terrible as well. Yeah. So the second legend is about a Creole slave goat herder named Jack Kendall. So some Copper Canyon cowboys. Canyon cowboys. So they lynched Jack Kendall from a tree where the bridge now stands. And this was about the 1860s. So the bridge, again, was built in 1884. So about 20 years before the bridge was built, Jack was decapitated. And witnesses say that his body raised itself from the creek bed, animated by voodoo, and ripped off the head of a goat that was nearby to replace his own that was still hanging in the noose. That would, be, man. that would be terrifying. I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. Um, so... Neither Oscar Washburn or Jack Kendall are found in any historical records, so who knows what really happened. But supposedly the Goat Man only attacks those with bloodlines of clansmen or slave owners. So people report ghostly figures, such as seeing the apparition of a Goat Man. They report strange lights, being touched, grabbed, and having rocks thrown at them. Also, if you drive on it without your headlights on, you will be met on the other side by the Goat Man. But... I mean, we couldn't really drive a car on that. I would no. never drive a car. I drive a car on that. Don't feel like it would be safe because it's wooden and there's just planks on top of planks that it's have been very replaced. Very narrow too. It's very narrow. Even though open on both sides. The gravel road to get to it is narrow. Yeah, yeah I would not. When the planks don't touch, you can see straight through the, to <laughs> yeah. the water below. It's we did not do as this. Fuck is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> we did not drive over it. No, we sat on it, but we did. Yeah. <laughs> If you knock three times at midnight, then you will hear knocks back. Okay. People report smelling decaying flesh on the bridge, as well as seeing unholy glowing eyes that burn red or seeing, like I said, apparitions of goat man, like that of Greek mythology, Pan. Do you know Pan? <laughs> I Peter? do know Pan. First name Peter? I do. I do. I Got do. It. All right. So some say that this is the work of Satanists who opened a portal on the bridge Others say that, like I said, that Goatman or his wife are searching for their families. But who really knows what happened? That is the legend of Goatman's Bridge. 
And so now it is pretty much just covered in graffiti. Mm-hmm. It's a hangout spot, apparently, because when we yeah. got there, teens were hanging out. Yeah, so we'll, let's talk about our experience there. Yes. So we got yeah. there. We actually drove by it, like, twice. Yeah. I said it's hard to miss. You can kind of miss it easily, mm-hmm. honestly. We took the new bridge <laughs> that was built, and I was like, where yeah, is it? Yeah, it just guides you right past it. And then we we're like, wait. It really does. GPS tells us it's way back there. <laughs> yeah. So it is, I think, you know, even after we've seen it, talked about it, seen it on Zach and with Shane and Ryan and all of them, it is not as secluded as you think. Like no, the road and the bridge are not. right there. <laughs> yeah. You it's, can obviously tell that they had things blocked off for, for their recording, shows. And yeah. that, that's it's fine. Just constant traffic. Yes. Even at, we were there from 1230 to what, 1 a.m. Yeah. Almost? Or we got there like right after midnight. No, we, we got, got there, there for like a while. 11 yeah. something. Yeah. It wasn't even midnight when we got yeah. there. So we were there like over an midnight, hour. Yeah. We left at like 1 a.m., 1.30, and it was still traffic, cars yeah. going by. You hear them. You see the headlights. Not but, as secluded. But not only that, um, there's like a tiny little parking area that you can yeah. walk down to. So like, um, I don't want to say like it invites people down there, but I mean, it definitely kind of caters to people. It knows that people are th- going there sure. to investigate. Yeah, which is fine. It, it, I mean, I get it. It's a popular spot. Yeah. Um, and it was that night. But surprisingly, it was very, very young people. Like I thought it would be like. Like high schoolers. I thought it'd be like all investigators like us. And that's just me being like ignorant. I didn't get it. Yeah. Um, but no, they were like just high school locals. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Just out there like having a great time. Looking for a place to hang out. They talked to us. They saw us sitting down in the middle of the bridge. And they're like, get trying to summon something? Like what I would have done for like a field party. Okay. In high school. Right. That's what they did at Goatman's Bridge. Another thing they did. It's probably the scariest moment of my life. One crab walked backwards yes, towards did. us quickly. He, he was like, Voice hey, guys, did you see this? And we were like, what? And then it was it's like, very <laughs> dark out there. Yeah. yeah. That motherfucker. <laughs> he I got mean, us. I jumped. I jumped and like half ran. I was like, what was that? It was horrific. <laughs> Good crab walk. I forgot about that. And, like qu- Backwards. Quickly, like grudge. Backwards. Like yes. the grudge. It was terrifying. Me Lucky for my- me, I have like really slow reflexes. So I was like, what? <laughs> and then I looked up and I saw I saw you scared and I was like, "What just happened?" So I didn't see him at all. <laughs> oh, I saw him and I was like, "What is he doing?" <laughs> some po- I it just really caught me off guard for some reason. <laughs> he was trying to freak us out. You know, I I did. I will say I did get a bad vibe on the bridge. Yeah, I kind of went to my place where like I'm kind of scared right now. And like so after I, the teens left. No, I mean even while we were there, it's yeah. just like a an uneasy place, and I didn't really expect that with other people there. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I just I got this weird feeling. But what did you guys sense? So when we were there, and I'll talk a little bit about after the teens left because they weren't there that long. Um, and then we had the bridge to ourselves, which was nice. We heard a scream a couple times. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you're on the bridge, one side is facing like the road and the new bridge, and that's where all the traffic and sound and lights are. The other side is literally just like woods and wooded areas, and you hear the bugs and the cicadas, like you said. But did you say cicadas? <laughs> cicadas? Yes. Cicadas, whatever. <laughs> I don't like that word. I like cicadas better. Cicadas? <laughs> It's like a Kit Kat, but a cacada. <laughs> yes, exactly. A cacada bar. Have you always called them cacadas? I don't know if I've ever said that word out loud. <laughs> I just see it pronounced, and that's how I pronounce it in my head. When oh, you see a I love you so thing. much. It's like a TikTok. 
Tell me a word that others pronounce the Listen, right way and you've always pronounced the wrong way. I sent you guys a meme of that where people who read a lot <laughs> cannot pronounce words because we just read it and I just say it however I think my brain wants to say it and then Cicada. I have to say it out loud. I'm like, I don't know how to pronounce this word. I just read it all the time. It's true. I'm sorry for calling it. I thought genuinely you like mispronounced it, but no, I, I never realized now you did genuinely not. mispronounce anything. It's always done accidentally. It's always genuine. It's always genuine. <laughs> it's genuine. <laughs> Always, I don't know what I'm talking about. I heard the scream twice and I caught it on I was on Instagram Live and I caught it on Instagram Live once. Okay, here's the thing though. And I'm I'm not normally the like debunker, but here I am. Um, I'm pretty sure there was like a group of people far I away from us. I think it was the teens too. I don't think so. They Damn left it, the bridge. That. So they were not on the bridge when we heard it. I think well so they peeled we out. Saw, they we were saw in cars. like multiple people go past. We were like sitting on the bridge and then we saw like a couple, two to four people go past us. And I I think that there were people that went past us like before we even sat down. And I didn't see so them there go were back. but then they came well. I at least half of them. I mean, maybe four people went past, but at least half of them came back. Yeah. But the screams that we heard, so like, they went past to let's say the right side of the bridge, and the screams that we heard were on the left side of the bridge. Right. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just I'm not convinced it was. What do you think it was? Human. I think it. Um, like an animal. Uh, I think it was Skinwalker. Uh, goat man. <laughs> You went straight to go, man. You even tried to debunk it with I another said animal. So. Okay, my plan B is it was um, Skinwalker. <laughs> that's plan C. Oh, damn it! <laughs> you were <laughs> too far B. ahead. You're not even no, plan B. B is like Goatman's kid or wife when oh. they found out that oh, um, okay. they were yeah. going to be murdered. So nothing okay. logical here. <gasps> residual. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, I get that. It could have um, been like residual. So Goatman, it was his kids, and Excuse then the Skinwalker. <laughs> I'd like to speak. I, it could have been residual energy. Okay. Excuse me. I like to speak. It was a skin. So, Boydson was getting creepy vibes. Mm-hmm. What were your vibes? Um, it it was actually pretty creepy. I'm not gonna lie. It was creepy. Um, was it as creepy as some of the places we've been to? Absolutely not. But no. I think that's because it was really difficult to like set the set the vibe, right? If you will, because there was so much like outside traffic. And as we've already mentioned, there was teens, there was things, and we did have the the bridge to ourselves for like it's all 45, forty five minutes. minutes, yeah. And and that was pretty good. And we actually got some good responses. On, um, yeah, tell me about the spear box because I was off doing my box. own thing while you guys were doing. Yeah, that. so actually, I kind of forgot that you had mentioned stuff about like the wife and the children. Mm-hmm. And now that you're mentioning that, I think it said something in that regard, but. Dang, I don't remember. I have to look back. It did say my brother's name on there. Yes, it, it did say Brandon. Mm-hmm. Which is my brother's name, so it said that right when I was walking by the spirit box. Yes, which is kind of interesting because it doesn't typically say names. No. And we try to debunk that. Like, we jump around and we, like, try I knocked to move several it. times yes. and stomped, yeah. Yeah, um... So we didn't hear tons of knocking, like it no. says you're gonna hear. Um, but we definitely got like some pretty good responses on the on the spirit box, and it was on live too. So I'll have to look back because thankfully it was recorded. But now that you're mentioning 
the wife and kids. I I feel like it was more directed towards that. I did get a creepy sense <clears throat> on the bridge. Not so much like paranormal, but there has been a lot of reports of KKK still gathering around this bridge. And there's been lots yeah. of reports of like it's people rough. doing like witchcraft around the bridge and gathering around there. So that's like there when were we heard, pentagrams. Yeah, there was a pentagram drawn on the bridge. So when we were hearing the screams, that's where my mind first went was like, what if there's a group out here that's doing stuff? Like it's 1 a.m. on a Saturday night. So I was okay. thinking not so much like the KKK, but like what if there's like a group out here trying to summon something? That's what I got scared and freaked out by because I'm like, there's some really messed up people who have done things around this bridge. Yeah. And we're like out there in the open. In the middle of the night. Yeah. Like so that's why I got the bridge scared of. in the dark at one in the morning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For sure. So I that part freaked sketchy. me out and that kind of got in my head a little bit. But. Right. Um, did we have the same experiences as some of the shows? Probably no. not. But they also, like you said, they had to have shut down yeah. traffic around there. To I mean, there's film. no way you can get like a legit experience. You wouldn't even be able to that. hear them because yeah. the cars are just whizzing right past. So right, they had a more secluded, isolated investigation than we've been able to have for sure. But it was still a very cool location, mm-hmm. and it was a bucket list location. So it I'm glad we went. Was I loved it. Yeah. yeah. It's just so historic and it's cool. It's covered in graffiti, like we said. I didn't even know it was going to be covered in graffiti, mm-hmm. to be honest with you. That was kind of surprising for me. Yeah. Like, it is covered. It's covered. And people <clears throat> said that they've done Ouija board sessions over there. Right. We did not bring a Ouija board. We did not do a session. Right. So, you know, I'm going to go off the record here and say... This was one of those locations that I went to, and I was kind of glad that we didn't pay the money to Same. have a guided, mm-hmm. especially session if that traffic's with. not shut down. Yeah, so you know, take that for what you want. You can go well, plus, with a guided if you want to. If you're new to this this area or this type of deal, go for it. Yeah, yeah. but I, otherwise, you can just like go out park and go out on your own. Do your own investigation. I feel like it looks a lot bigger and longer on totally. TV. And that it's- is what she said, but I really, I really do. <laughs> it is very small it, in real life. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I walked the length of it several times, just yeah. back and forth, back and forth. Yeah, it's it's really not big. Yeah, I was surprised to see how small it was, and now all I can hear is that's what she said. Mm-hmm. And wear your bug spray if you go, because for sure. bugs are biting. Big time well, down in there. August for sure. Yeah, yeah. The cicadas. The cicadas will get I you. Hate you both. <laughs> cicadas. <laughs> Um, I'm glad we went. I thought it was really cool. It was creepy. Yeah. Like you said, a bucket bucket list item. Yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you want, if you're new to this, go with a guided session. You'll, you'll not regret it. Yeah. Um, but if you have done this type of stuff before, then just go park and have a good time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe you'll get lucky and you'll get the place to yourself Mm -hmm. like we did for a little while. Another group was coming in as we were leaving, so it was kind of like perfect timing, honestly. We were there on a Saturday night, too, so like that's a fairly busy night, I feel like. Yeah, we were there for over an hour. Yeah. Um, There's a pee spot, apparently, and a poop spot (laughs) by the bridge. That's (laughs) what the teens told us. Yes, we were informed. I told them we did not need either spot, but thank you for telling us. It's a true story. (laughs) <laughs> and you know hey if you go there and there's another group there <laughs> you did <laughs> maybe do the backward crab walk to freak some people out it might work please don't <laughs> <laughs> 
I totally forgot about that until you brought it up, so mm. I'm glad you did. Well, it's ingrained in my brain. I took lots of pictures on Goatman's Bridge. There's a couple maybe orbs. Mm-hmm. It's hard to tell, though, also because headlights are coming in, and there was lots of bugs, obviously, out there, so it's hard to tell, but we will post anything that we think might be an orb for you guys. Definitely. For sure. And also, we'll post pictures just so you can see what we're talking about when we talk about how big it is and (laughs) how thick it is. It's real girthy. It's not girthy. One car at a time, guys. (laughs) That's what she said. So we did the Lost Cemetery of Infants. We did White Rock Lake. And we did Goatman's Bridge all in one night. It was a busy night. It was. But it was so much fun. And I'm glad that we got to still go to Dallas and do an impromptu ghost hunting sessions of our own (laughs) put together in two days good job guys we did it strong work all right guys thanks so much for tuning in to our investigation of haunted dallas you can always catch us at thetipsyghost.com and find our socials from there or send us an email at thetipsyghost at gmail.com please give us a five-star rating and a great view anywhere you listen to podcasts it really does help and we appreciate it Yes, it does. All right, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We will catch you guys next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Bye.